I don't oh, think yeah. we have any more stadium baseball. I thought Oakland was the last one and they've moved now. All right, Rich, with your facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> Welcome. This is the Long Snapper podcast, as you all know, because it says it on the screen of whatever device you're listening to us on. I am Adam, Pat, Craig and Rich are all here. How are we? What's up? Are you all, well, are you all like... as happy as me? <laughs> no. I mean, we're on a two week unbeaten streak, so I'm delighted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Dolphins in London and a bye week, Pat. This yeah. is as good as it gets. Well, well done. It's literally better than last season now already. <laughs> can't, can't, can't say I can relate. <laughs> well, no. Uh, but you beat the Titans, Craig. Um, we which... did. <laughs> we, we beat the Titans and you beat the Chiefs. So what does that say? I don't, we, we've just beaten the Bills and the Chiefs in two of the most incredible victories I can ever remember. You've what just, does that say? You, uh, uh, the Pats have just put a 50-burger on you. <laughs> and yet you beat us three weeks ago. <laughs> this this is just bonkers, but that's that's the NFL. Um, we'll we'll try and make some sense. No, we won't try and make some sense of it. We'll talk nonsense like we always do, um, and we'll start with a quiz. How about that? Yeah, Craig, listen, pay attention. <laughs> Literally wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those quizzes where you should probably listen to the rules. Do I need to write shit down? I no, need you don't need to write anything down. one of the things that I don't do that everybody else does. And, um, and we never no, talk about it. I mean, you could write stuff down if you want. I might. Um, I'm what? looking for a pen. <laughs> Get a pen, Rach! <laughs> He's got I don't want to come across as a misogynist, but I feel like uh, it, it kind of feels that way. I've got a pen and paper. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm ready to go. you've got it yourself. Exactly. Impressive. Well, I didn't have to move and... I am looking at a one-tenth of a drink left, still hoping <laughs> that my wife somehow <laughs> fixes it. It's not going to happen. You're right. It's not going to Just wait. Just wait until we get on to talk about the NFC, then you can wander off and get yourself one. That's exactly what I'll do. Perfect. <laughs> Don't make any promises about what we're going to talk about that may or may not be kept. <laughs> I like the fact that we're into the recording and you're already saying that we're probably not going to stick to the agenda. There's an agenda. agenda. <laughs> Did not get an agenda. <laughs> so right, quiz. Listen, pay attention. <laughs> this is going to be about backup quarterbacks. Oh, we've done we've done this we've done this format before where you've got to pick the question that someone else answers. And um, but what I'm going to do here is someone's going to be in control. And they have to pick a team and another person, which would be one of two people, obviously, or three of you. And that other person has to name that team's back current backup quarterback. God. If they can't name them, the person in control gets a point and gets to ask the other person another team. If they can name them, they get a point and then they're in control. I really not paying attention. Really tough quiz it's going to be tough um, just to be I clear think of a year i've known less backup quarterbacks this is, this is going to be fun so it's it's all about who you shaft with which team i think um, what is 
just to be clear of my definition of a backup quarterback, um, and there are three teams where I think it's currently potentially a bit ambiguous. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland starter has, for this purpose, potentially recover for next week, um, their normal starter. However, Seattle and someone else, and I did have them highlighted, um, but Seattle's current starter is the guy that's playing at the moment, and you know it'll. Well, that's impossible, isn't it? it well, it'll <laughs> become third string quarterback at the C- at Seattle. This is it. This is what you might have to know. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, there are a couple of teams where there might be two names, and I'll accept either. Um, most, most of, most yeah, of them. I was, I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll if. If in doubt, I'll probably give you the benefit of the doubt, um, depending on my <laughs> mood. Um, I am going to let I'm going to let Craig. You can start with control. Um, so I pick the team. You pick the team and who you'd like to answer it. Rich. <laughs> oh, geez, thank you, mate. You're welcome. <laughs> so as I've made it very clear, you can't name Russell Wilson or. The guy they've currently got starting for them. No idea. I mean, I'm not sure I'd even know. I would have known that Geno Smith was a backup if I didn't, if he wasn't playing because Russell Wilson's out. Um, I genuinely have no idea. All right, it's, I should uh, have guessed it. Yeah, so wait, get points because Rich didn't get it. No, you can't. No, that's that's not good. You can get kudos though, Pat. I think it's Jake Luton. Well, he, I would have given you that. They've also got Jacob Eason at the moment. Oh, yeah, Eason is who I would have done. Um, Adam, do I get a point for that? No. You, you do get a point for that, Craig. Um, and now you can pick a team for Pat. Ooh. Uh, so who did I just do? Who did I just do? I just did... Uh, I just did You've got 31 <laughs> teams to choose from. So I You're not writing this down, Craig. I am. <laughs> 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 um, by the way, I'm going to give this quiz an arbitrary time limit. That's no, just when, when I feel we've had no, enough. I'll draw the, the team, the team who I'm picking is actually hugely important, isn't it? Like that's that's basically the game. Yeah, that, that's 100 percent of the question. Yes. <laughs> so that started with Craig. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm tempted. I'm going to go with a uh, new quarterback, so the Lions. Who's the Lions' backup quarterback? I think that is Tim Lasershow Boyle. All right, I'm I'm not going to give you that. Um, David Blau is next in line per my notes. Um, <laughs> all right, Craig, pick again for Rich. Um, is this the way Craig wins this quiz? Just by not ever having to answer a question? Well, don't hate. Get what I'm saying. <laughs> Get one right, and then you can change yeah. it. Um, who else has a new quarterback? Um, oh, I know. Who's a... Uh, um, uh, uh, only, you, only you, Craig, would take longer to come up with the questions <laughs> than anybody does to come up with answers. Houston, Rich. Uh, uh, oh shit! Uh, wait, so David Smalls a star? I'm pretty sure it's X Niner Jeff Driscoll. Uh, I'm not having that either, Craig. You get a point. Deshaun uh, oh. Watson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, I agree. 
Yeah. He's not a backup if he's not going to play. Uh, well, you wait to see what Dan happens. If... Their second QB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Out Craig, every week. Shut up. Name another team. <laughs> Have I got another one? Oh my god. Um... I mean, there's literally 28 other teams. Oh, thanks, thanks, Adam. The issue, the issue was um, maths. Um, <laughs> let's go with. Rams. The Rams. Come on, Pat. Rams. Well, I'm kind of thrown now because of fucking the last one. No, I don't know. I don't have a guess. So who did I just do beforehand? Who did I do before the Rams? Um, the the Texans. Uh, you get a point then. It's John Walford who came up last week on our, on our quiz, you may remember. Um, give give Rich a team, Craig. I'm pretty close to just giving you some music, to be honest. This has just blown up in my face. It was a nice idea. It's been dominant. It's been dominant, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> who else has a new quarterback? Uh... Oh, the Jets! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You mean the Jets guy who played three quarters this week? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's well, who wait. I've got. No, he's yeah. a now. He's Mike, not Mike White for at least the next three weeks. You need the backup. Mike oh, White. the backup that they traded for today. Yeah, shh, Pat, that's not wait, wait. Pat. Pat, that is not fucking. Rich gets a point from Mike White. Thank there you. Go. Go. What are you talking about? They signed Flacco as the starter, mate. Oh come on, no, no. one signs Flacco as the starter. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> 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 not is that, is that no right? Because that, face, that might make that might make the answer I've got on the card for the Eagles wrong. I'm just saying. When yeah. has that ever put you off? Hundred <laughs> percent. Rich, you've got a point. You've got control. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one yet. Not excited about getting it for Flacco, if I'm honest. All right, uh, let's go with the. Let's go with the Colts, Craig. Yeah, go on. Um, you get this right, I'll give you some music immediately. <laughs> I feel like you should just give me the point and still give Craig oh, his music. All right, Deal. Just done. Me. Done. No, wait, 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 let me speak. Music. No, what? What the fuck? Wait. Yeah, you've no, quiz, Craig. You've won oh, the quiz. That's fine. <laughs> well, right, I want to get this right. I do. I, I think you could protest about winning the quiz. <laughs> Um, I didn't get just, enough points. Sam Ellinger. So uh, let me just, I want to narrow it down, right? I want to narrow it down because I feel like I definitely know this. But I've got, there's no, like, a girl, I would have taken this correct, but I have another name. So the problem I've got is that right, I, I, yeah, that's, that was what, that's not cool, bro. I'm getting there. <laughs> and I was going to say, you I'm, weren't I'm, getting there. I'm stuck between Chase and Brett being, <laughs> Like the most American names in history of names, and also <laughs> perennial backup players. I mean, they're all Brett and Chase. So that is true. Let's get to that point. It's not cool. A little bit of patience. You know, patience is a virtue. They I've said. I've never seen Craig this angry after winning a quiz. <laughs> I've never seen this angry after losing before. a quiz. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, just. I feel better about my quiz about a month ago now, Adam. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this this might be the worst quiz I've ever done. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wanted people to 
I don't know what I wanted. Let's just hey, never speak of this again. QBs is not an easy thing, I don't think. Not for 32 teams. Six, seven, eight, fine. But after you get past that, it's all Chases and, and Mats and Bretts. Guys that got picked in the fourth round and have never played a game. Josh's. Josh's. I'll give you, I'm going to reel off really quickly a list of who I think the backup quarterbacks in the NFL are. Hold tight. Colt McCoy, Josh Rosen, Tyler Huntley, Mitchell Trubisky, PJ Walker, Andy Dalton, Brandon Allen, Case Keenum, Cooper, no, Cooper Rush, Drew Locke, David Blau, Jordan Love, Deshaun Watson, Brett Hundley, CJ Bethard, Chad Henney, Chase Daniel, John Walford, Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, Sean Mannion, Brian Hoyer, Taysom Hill, Mike Glenn and Mike White, Joe Flacco, Mason Rudolph, Trey Lance, Jacob Eason, Blaine Gabbert, Logan Woodside, Carl Allen. How about that? There are some names you know, right? You, you are... I still disagree with Deshaun Watson. He's not dressing on game days and therefore he's not the backup. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. This quiz Where has been Felipe a joke. Franks? That's what I want to know. Criminal we are outrage. 30 minutes in, guys. Just say for more. Well, we're, not, we're not 30 minutes in. When you hear this, it's going to be substantially shorter. <laughs> we're four minutes in, guys. Come on. That's the shortest quiz. Well, People are listening going, like, surely you could have asked more questions. Oh, that was that was over really quickly. <laughs> Just keep hey, so the place music. I went trying I... to think of a team to pick for the rest of us, and that will explain the lot. Whatever, <laughs> I got it right, and I won. So I want some fucking music. <laughs> I might just edit the whole quiz out. <laughs> <laughs> just with me saying I want my music, um... <laughs> and then being angry afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shall we? Shall we try and win some money? See if we could be better at that because we can't be any worse. Um, right. On this week, so we we don't. Do we ever like actually? Oh, we won, won Craig. Seven this yeah, week. Yeah, we won. We donated four thousand pounds to the charity. <laughs> didn't we say? <laughs> Good job we didn't oh. make a big deal out of it. <laughs> where, where did we fall down? I feel like at Everywhere. some point. We should have won by now. This is not a good look. All we have to do is pick touchdown scorers. It feels like that should be much easier than it is. On well, the plus side, Craig, you got up to two and five this week. So good job on Jamar Chase. I had, a, I had a fourfold this weekend, of which I thought was nailed on. Absolutely nailed on. Fourfold, light work, no problem. One came in, one touchdown. I could not believe it it's, it's almost as if it's so unpredictable <laughs> literally i don't understand what is going on why is it so hard <laughs> or, or you're putting on a 10 quid bet to win 12 quid yeah well, exactly no mine was like a <laughs> no point doing that 25 to 1 or whatever yeah um, steve steve that. wouldn't want us to to do that he, he wants but, to keep swinging and missing that's at it winning massive amounts for charity that's, what home. that's exactly right that's All what right. i right Come on, Pat, let's make this easy for ourselves. So come up with something convoluted this week, please. Indeed. So I figured we should try and put ourselves in prime position to win some money. So I suggested God. players who have a prime numbered shirt. That sounds that sounds like a, a wide net. Thanks, Pat. And, and no, no, actually, it's a lot wider than I thought. All the names that came up were very reputable touchdown scorers. And I also sent the guys a list of the first 340 prime numbers because I know what they're like. Jerseys um, only go up to 99, just, just, just to be clear. The first yeah. 340 prime numbers go a little bit higher. 2,280. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went for number two, DJ Moore. 
Um, is that the first or the 340th prime number? First, I think. Okay. <laughs> Jay Moore for Carolina. Um, Rich. Uh, I figured Keenan Allen is doing all right this season and is pretty reliable, he's, so let's go with him. He's not doing all right. He's had a couple. Well, he's that's a couple a couple more than Russ's pick has got. Julio Jones, he's gone for. Uh, still on zero, incredibly. Uh, Craig, have you got a pick? Um, because I haven't had the chance to compare Pat's very diligent spreadsheet of all of the prime numbers up to whenever and across <laughs> that with the current NFL uh, player numbers, I'm going to go with Robert Woods because somebody else said that and they're not taking that out. That seems reasonable, although I don't really like Robert. Robert Woods is one of those that feels like he should have been a top player by now. So uh, I'm going to go does, Robert. He does, score, he does score enough touchdowns. He has, he, has he has them little boom games, basically, yeah. the last three years. Robert Woods will go for two touchdowns, 250 yards, and then won't do much more. Um, um, but yeah, I, 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 for, in the absence of doing any actual work, I'll go for Robert Woods. <laughs> I approve of that. Um, Mark has picked Mike Evans for Tampa Bay, number 13. Number he was 13? also the someone who suggested Robert Woods. Yes. Yes, yes. There you go. Another prime number. And I am going to finish this off with Josh Allen, who definitely wears a prime number at number 17. Um, so that is Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Josh Allen, Mike Evans and Robert Woods. They sound like people who are going to score touchdowns this week. Um so Three number two is there, so OBJ will like it. <laughs> Pat, you better. It's been a while that. since you've done that. <laughs> You're the only one here who probably is better than that. That's the irony. <laughs> right, well, here we go. One sentence reviews. Let's look back at week seven. I keep getting that wrong, but the, the week number doesn't really matter. Let's review some games. Denver 14, Cleveland 17. No chub, no hunt, no problem. Denver's two scores were in the earnest as Cleveland find a way to get the dub. Carolina 3, New York Giants 25. Donald Bench says Panthers collapse against Big Blue. New York Jets 13, New England 54. Insult was very much added to injury here as the Patriots piled on after a Zach Wilson knee injury that looked pretty ugly. Washington 10, Green Bay 24. Wow, those Packers throwback uniforms look great. Atlanta 30, Miami 28. Falcons were miles the better team in this one, but in true Falcon style, they found a way to lose the lead late on, needing a late field goal to salvage the win. Kansas City 3, Tennessee 27. OMG. Every so often this happens. Invincible one week, floored the next. Difficult to see if this is growing pains or a real rebuild issue in Kansas. Uh, Cincinnati 41, Baltimore 17. Are the Bengals good? On this evidence, they might be the best team in the AFC right now. So the question is, can this run last? Detroit 19, LA Rams 28. The Lions are without doubt the most entertaining 0-7 team in history. Surprise onside kick, two fake punts, all of which successful, by the way. But the Rams withstanding all of that comfortably shows just how dominant they are right now. That was a bit Craig, wasn't it? About seven sentences. Philadelphia 22, <laughs> Las Vegas 33. 
Josh Jacob continues to prove he's a top-level back, and David Carr seems to be getting away with mistakes that don't cost the team. Las Vegas never looked troubled. Houston 5, Arizona 31. When Arizona went five down, it's fair to say they were less concerned than Man United had been earlier in the day. <laughs> Chicago 3, Tampa Bay 38. Is this a bad football team or is Matt Nagy just Adam Gase in disguise? Um, in Indianapolis 30, San Francisco 18. A snooze fest for multiple reasons. At least I had good company till 4.30am. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Uh, New Orleans 13, Seattle 10. In a game of defense, New Orleans come out on top. Can we watch Latimore Metcalf every week, please? Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, I, I love it when it gets chippy like that. Yeah, it's uh, the best. It's so good. And that that early Metcalf touchdown. Um, and you just spiced it right up it, to- it totally did and it, it, it never calmed down I did enjoy even though it had already been chippiness the I can't remember who shoved first but one of them shoved the other one and then got shoved back and immediately it Metcalf. was the retaliator who got the, got the flag Metcalf always the way. Jim, blatantly last second of the play nothing football related but happened within <laughs> the play Latimore reacts gets the flag 15 so funny <laughs> Um, that was a they, fun game for a 13-10. Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel... I mean, I think the score perhaps reflected the conditions a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like may, Maybe if it, if it wasn't so windy and wet, um, the offensive might have functioned a bit better. Having said that, it's James Winston and Geno Smith. <laughs> so who, who really knows? Yeah, but both teams have good running backs and good running games so they should have been able to do a bit more and one of those two teams has a good running defense and that was the difference in the end yeah true. the seahawks without carson i'm not so sure alex collins quite quite does the job for them he's not as good but they're, they're penny back who didn't seem to do a lot and seem to be on a snap count but it's Standard. i always think that with with backs like carson and this is not a slight on him because the niners backs are the same it's as much about what the o-line's opening up in gaps than anything else yeah. alvin kamara touched the ball on 30 of 66 offensive snaps of the same wow. just ludicrous <laughs> all right so they were leaning on him but how much of that was receiving rather than that's that's a quiet day at the office for derek henry that sort of number <laughs> don't, don't worry about it <laughs> we we sort of promised that we would having some given the AFC a bit of focus a week ago, that we would look at the NFC this week. So, we'll, well, inadvertently, we're, we're talking about the Saints Seahawks, so that ticks a, a couple of boxes there. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, you've got, you've got the Cardinals on top, obviously, who I feel like we need to talk about every week at the moment because they just keep impressing me more and more. And it's, it's both sides of the ball, and it's both sides of the ball consistently. Yeah, they've only... They've, they've only played the Texans, um, but the Texans gave them, well, they, they played them for a quarter, maybe. <laughs> um, but I, you know, there's no, there was no doubt that the Cardinals would sort themselves out, and they did, and they looked dominant again. JJ Watt it very much enjoyed playing his old team. I mean, are, is there anyone better in that conference than the Cardinals? 
I I don't know that I'd say I'm not ready to crown them as the best team in the NFC yet. I think Tampa Bay and the Rams will have something to say about that. I think sure. the Rams are better defensively uh, and have almost as explosive an offense. I think the thing about the the Cardinals right now is that they've got that perfect window where they've got a rookie QB contract, but he's three seasons in, so he really understands what he's doing now. He's had the same head coach and the same offensive setup throughout that time. He's got better weapons because they've invested in there. And th- this is this is their window. With a rookie QB, you've got to be looking at that third and fourth years to try and make the most out of not not spending 40 million a year on him. Um, and that, And that's where they are right now, I think. Um, it's... Tampa Bay, they were a bit up and down last season. People forget that in the regular season, they they faltered in places. They don't look like that. They look like the playoff team. Fournette's got going. Their passing game is just looking so strong. Uh, and then, like I say about the Rams, I, I still think they are there or thereabouts. And those three teams, you can't really separate them. Yeah, the... Um... Cards Green Bay game is massive this week. It looks yep. like their biggest challenge of the season so far. Although um, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard have hit the COVID list today. So it may be a very depleted Packers side that they come up against, which uh, just kind of extends that question. Tampa, on the other hand, they humiliated the Bears in the first half this week. It was just embarrassing to watch 35 3 at half time. 3-0 in the second half, you know, making it respectable. But, like, <laughs> it was one of those games where, like, you're marvelling at what they're able to do against another professional outfit and at the same time just wincing for all the Bears fans having to watch that. That's the thing, though, Pat. Once you're that dominant in the first half and you get that far ahead, one score in the second half is all you need to really kill the game off. Right, Craig? <laughs> He's on mute, so he can't. He's not even capable of responding right now. <laughs> That's the worst. Um, good one. Um, like, so I'm not going to comment on that. Um, like, <laughs> I agree. I agree with what Pat's saying. I, I, I think that the Bucks, they look so unperturbed. Is that a word? You know what I'm saying? Like very, they look so chill. Whereas the cards, and you know how high I've been on 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 um, on the cards. I've been very very favourable of them since the beginning of the season. I think they're set up to win. Actually, the last three weeks, despite all ending in wins, I teams are finding ways of slowing down that offense. And actually, what's happening is that the defense is doing enough. Um, now, I don't know how good that defense is. It's really, really difficult to gauge, to evaluate because of the results, right? That offense can score a lot of points. As I've said, they've they've struggled to do that over the last three weeks. But... In those games where the offense has then struggled, the defense has made key plays. And so it hasn't, Kyler doesn't need to go out and score 40 points every week. They are winning 23, 27, whatever. So I'm more. Just just to bring some facts into this, here are their seven results. 
Um, Titans 38-13, Vikings 34-33, so they've conceded a lot of points there. Uh, Jags 31-19, Rams 37-20, 20 points for the Rams, Seems seems all right. So more, more about the and the points that they're scoring over the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then, then the Niners seventeen ten, the Browns thirty seven fourteen, and then the, okay, the Texans thirty one five. We probably can't read too much into that, um, but yeah, it, it's it's stacking up on both sides of the ball I against think good teams. What we're seeing is during the game itself is that the offense goes from looking. We talked about it with um, Lamar and with Patrick Mahomes, where they go from looking unstoppable to three and outs. I mean, in that last in the um, in the game over the weekend, Lamar must uh, Lamar uh, Kyler must had four, five, three and outs. Um, like there, there is times where the offense just can't get going, but then they will go and get a three and out, get the ball kicked. The defense is stepping up, which is what you need, right? We yeah, know yeah. defense wins championships. But I guess the point I'm making is I feel much more confident in the um, in the true quality of that Tampa defense, and I'm less less confident in that Cards defense. And the see, I don't think that's fair. I, I, in, my instinct that's, is to that's agree. Why, that's why it's an opinion, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but instinctively, I, I think I agree with you. But it's almost like a historic viewpoint because we've seen yeah. we've seen yeah, the maybe. Bucks last year, and we, you trust them because of that. Uh, but the the evidence suggests that the Cards' defense is bailing out the offense where it needs it, and it's not needing it that often. But it's it's doing a job when it when it has to. Um, yeah, they're, se- I mean, they're seven and zero. Sometimes I think you just got to say, actually, that's a legit. There's a legit reason for that. Yeah, and it's not like they're a seven and zero team that's faced like one good team in that time. They faced a few good teams in there, um, and and they're they're similar to. I said in my Bengals preview, the question is how long the run will last because all teams come back to earth at some point. Um, I I from what I've seen, there's so much quality in that in that roster at the moment that I don't know that they will come back to earth until maybe the playoffs. Well, they've got the Packers on. The best thing about the cards for me is I, I am really impressed with those running backs. When you've got a, you know, a generational QB, which it looks like we've got with Kyler, who is, you know, outside of Lamar, arguably the, the best we've seen running the football. And he's got two great running backs. I love Connor. I think Connor's done great since he's come in. And and, and Edmonds is doing well. So, look, I've loved the cards from day dot. I think they've got so much to offer. But the last three weeks have definitely given me, um, given me pause. I, I'm worried. I feel like that defense, they're doing just enough. They're still not getting those sack numbers. They're not getting the turnovers. But they're still doing enough to get the offense off the field, which is key. It's huge. It could be a massive plus. But it does give me pause. You can't go wrong with the C. Edmonds. We've said that before. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it, it's it's weird because my 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 instincts. I know what you I know what you mean, um, but it's it's so often you get like a team. There seems to be one or two every year that suddenly goes six and zero or seven and zero or has a really good start that you just have doubts about. Without Steve, last year. 
yeah. But, but that for me, Adam, this year is uh, Green Bay and Dallas out of out of that top five. I think Green they're Bay the are a paper tiger. Dallas, I think, are for real. Green Bay, I think, are a paper tiger. Well, yeah. Green Bay are going to get. You would think they're going to get beaten. The COVID issues, short week away to Arizona. That it's away, isn't it? I think it's that. Uh, I may have got that horribly wrong, but pretty sure they're in in Phoenix, Glendale for that one. And yeah, that smacks of a a, a defeat for them. Uh, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Just re- regardless of that, um, I mean they're, they're six and one though. <laughs> they're probably going to go six and two and be be okay. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I'm perennially unconvinced by Green Bay and I think I said at the start of the season I think they'll make the playoffs comfortably and then go out early on and I that's that's how I still see them Craig you made a point about you think the Cowboys are more for real and I'm not I'm not arguing with that I just don't know that I've seen enough of them I just haven't watched enough of them this season to know whether I think that's true or not is that because they haven't played the Niners (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I watched some games Unfortunately, due to the uh, celebrated status that Dallas have in the National Football League, I've watched a lot of them, and and I I'll tell you what, you're they're, they're they're for real, man. They're for real. That offense we knew about, even even you know, I think we were earlier on the pod, me and our Mark had a bit of an argument in that you know I was basically saying they're great, but they ain't all that, and Mark you know went on to talk about how explosive the offense were when Dak was fit last year. And um, it's annoying in, when he's right, isn't it? In in fairness, you know, <laughs> that, that hasn't changed much this year. They are extremely explosive. Amari Cooper has been injured. Obviously we know CD lambs young, um, but they've added to that receiving core. Zeke's got a new lease of life, but it's, you know, Tony Pollard has taken up a much, bigger role amongst the offense so he hasn't got to rush the ball 40 times a game and yeah, the defense is looking like an actual defense you know I don't I don't I was, I was having a, a, a chat of a pal of mine the other day and we was talking about the America's team thing and you know Adam you're probably best to talk I don't remember a good Dallas defense like in my time of following football and enjoying football that's uh, it's funny. Yeah, I, I don't immediately really... think of the '90s team with Troy Aitman and Emmett Smith and name um, name defensive players. Ken Norton, other than Ken Norton, Ken. Yeah, Norton. yeah. <laughs> I was I was I was shocked that one popped in there. But yeah, it, it does. It's the offense you think about. You're dead right. When I think about them playing Buffalo every year in the Super Bowl, exactly. Buffalo were probably a more rounded team. They should have they should have beaten them. Um, arguably. But they just used to get. Oh, there's one they, you know, Dallas stuck fifty on them in the Super Bowl, and that you just could they couldn't couldn't stop Aikman, uh, Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper. Uh, they they were just full of what incredible weapons, and you got yeah, you've got Emmett Smith. And they didn't need a defense, and so I don't I I don't remember Dallas ever having defense, and this defense is is legit, right? It it, it seems like it. It's it's given it's not given up huge rushing numbers which is a key indicator um they were half decent defending the pass anyway um Diggs is getting a pick a game even if he gets beat so 
Boy, uh, yeah. what, do you, what, what, what do you say? Reason says that team going to be there or thereabouts. I, like, I, like, I do like the Cowboys and I do like the Bucks. The one, the one knock on them at the moment is that they are conceding points. They're conceding over 20 points a game at the moment, which may not be sustainable. And they've not really played, other than Tampa Bay, who they lost to, and the Chargers, who they beat by three. It's the Eagles, Carolina, Giants, and, and New England so far that they've played. So that's that's probably their biggest question mark is the teams that they've come up against. I don't think they're easy outs. Yes, you should win those I games. I don't think they're the, easy game. My point is more that they're conceding over 20 points a game against medium opposition. Yeah, and they're going to have more they're going to have more medium opposition to come. They've they've got right. the Vikings, Broncos, Falcons their next three, then it's the Chiefs, then Raiders, Saints, Washington, Giants. I mean they're being in that division. Yeah. It's just it just that, that division. division. <laughs> and they're going to get tested. Maybe they won't get tested until Arizona in week 17 and then the playoffs. But yeah. I just don't know that I'm ready to say that that defence is is an elite defence yet. Yeah, there's pros and cons to it, isn't there? It's like having a easier schedule gets you into the playoffs more easily, but you've had more tests and overcome some adversity like the Cardinals have. Maybe that puts you in better stead when you come to the one-off knockout games. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the other, I guess, the the plus side is that because you're able to pull starters if you want to in some of those games, it means that you're risking less injuries and going into that that final playoff run with hopefully a healthier squad. Yeah, it's not often they're that far ahead, though. Mm, Not yet, but there are some pretty easy-looking games in that schedule. I mean, the Chiefs are terrible, so, you know. Well, (laughs) he says with relish. (laughs) No, Looking... I've, just, I've just been watching, uh, um, what's his name? Your favourite, Pat, on YouTube. Tom Grossi. Yeah, Grossi earlier today. His AFC stuff is is excellent. Um, very much enjoying that this season. Um, one thing I was going to say is that top five have separated themselves. And Pat, you made this point in the chat and then it was 4.30 in the morning and I was going to bed because I was pissed off and tired uh, so I didn't respond but your point around the NFC the top of the NFC has got lots and lots of wins and very few losses but below number five there's maybe not a huge amount of excitement going on there Um, and I genuinely think that anywhere other than probably the Giants the Eagles the Seahawks and the Lions just anyone could get those wild card spots because it's all very medium and not very good a lot of the time at the moment right let me just summarize all of that so the, the five teams you're talking about are the Cowboys the Cardinals the Rams the Packers and the Bucks yep. Be, behind that I mean it's there's there are going to be two two other teams in the playoffs probably two of the Vikings the Saints and the Seahawks or the Niners, maybe. I don't know about... I mean, the Falcons are three and three. The Bears are three and four. Right. I can't see either of them. There's a lot of very medium teams in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's there could be a couple of duds that make it. (laughs) Um, Hopefully my Niners. (laughs) Well, not on the evidence of Sunday, Rich. Do you want to go there? Yeah. Uh, there was some 
that storm on the West Coast that obviously affected the Seahawks game on the Monday night, it affected the Niners-Colts oh, game on Sunday. It was even, horrendous. It was, it was horrendous. Uh, but the Niners didn't seem to be interested in changing their game plan to match the conditions or even do anything sensible. Now, the weird thing was that the first, what, 15 scripted plays, we were all over them. You know, easy score, first touchdown. It wasn't raining as hard at the start, was it? It was windier with a little bit less rain. And then the wind eased off, but that meant that the rain was just coming down in buckets. Uh, it, It just... There was a comment, and I can't remember who it was from, but from one of the indie linebackers who basically said... They were basically admitted that Niners were all over them to start with, and then they went away from whatever they were doing right, and it made it easier on them. And and the biggest knock on Shanahan in this game, or the biggest knock on the team in this game, other than people who just want to shit on Jimmy for everything, is Shanahan's play calling was baffling, except on maybe two and a half drives. Why did he challenge a fumble that was recovered by the fumbling team very clearly? And that only made a difference of a yard when it was a first down anyway. So I I was wondering that. So I actually had a look into that. And what happened was apparently they were having uh, the comms stuff kept cutting in and out between sideline and up in the box where obviously you've got some of the... Oh, so he, had, he got bad information or, so or miscommunicated he, he information. some information and then it all cut out. And I think he just threw the challenge flag because he he'd heard something that he thought suggested that it was worth oh, a challenge. Wow. Okay. And and by that time, once you've thrown it, you've thrown it. But yeah, it looked bizarre, and I couldn't work out whether they were trying to challenge the spot because obviously it had been fumbled and then gone backwards and then been recovered. But yeah, yeah but I don't it think it would have, it would have helped them anyway. Yeah, it didn't make. Yeah, it was first down either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it all it can be is a miscommunication because he was just like, yeah, just got some information that just didn't seem to. I, I don't know. There was some there was some chat around that, but once I'd read that bit, I was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to. Th- this is this is the biggest frustration from this game is the weather because if it had been perfectly reasonable conditions and both teams had been able to play. A relatively normal game for that stadium if we'd got beaten like that i'd be saying okay something's deeply wrong and we need to work out what the hell we're going to do about it whereas the, from that the conditions, you just can't help the conditions were so atrocious that you look at it you think why can't probably both coaches just simplify things just come up with risk-free plays only where you know they're fumbling the quarterbacks are fumbling the snap it's mm. that wet it's farcical so you just you've just got to do really simple things that work we did that against washington i don't know if you remember the the slip and slide celebration game uh, a year or two ago now yeah i think it was 2019 and that that game we we ran the ball on them indy you've got a much better run defense than that uh, washington football team did and they they stopped a lot of our run game. The difference was that they took some some shots down well, the field and they got a, the eye on them. Persist with it and pump the ball away rather than just turn the ball over repeatedly. Um, I don't know. It just it's it's easy to it's easy to look at that and judge. I suppose yeah. I did enjoy uh, Carson Wentz throwing an interception from a shovel pass. Oh, that was wonderful. Very oh, much. Yeah. That. <laughs> that was a, one of the few highlights of the game. Why are we talking about this game? 
I don't before, know. I think we should move on. But before we do, what, what are we saying about Carson Wentz? Is he is he Josh McCowan or is he uh, Kurt Warner? I think he is Sam. What's his name? Very talented. Keeps Sam getting Bradford. injured. He's Sam Bradford. If if he can stay injury free, I think he can be decent. But the problem is, you know, he's only a couple of games away from getting injured he's, now. For the, half problem, season. the problem with more than that, he's more mobile than Sam Bradford ever was. I understand why you lot have such a fucking hard on for Sam Bradford. Honestly, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. He was decent for like a season and a half. I'm not saying he was the best quarterback ever, but he was he was a serviceable quarterback. Who's try it? Go on. <laughs> His, his career was stunted by injuries. And I think Wentz is the same. He was on an upward curve and keeps getting injured and it keeps knocking him back. Mm. Yeah. It, it. Wright clearly loves him because Wright worked with him in, in Philadelphia as well. In, you know, those, well, in his Super Bowl season, right? He was MVP for however many games, seven games or whatever. And then, right. he, then Nick Foles went and won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do? I don't I don't hate him. I don't I like him. But I don't like this idea that he's done anything. Um I don't know. I don't rate him basically. I'm not a massive huge Carson Wentz fan at all. I definitely need to see him stay fit and be consistent. Yeah. That's it's such a huge knock. If you can't stay injury free, then it doesn't really matter that that position you've got to have consistent Best, who's best, ability, best ability is availability. Exactly. <laughs> got to be available. Got to play. I um, mean, on the plus I mean, side, he's had more sprained ankles and interceptions this season, so that's. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, injury reports. What was the one that cropped up on the chat earlier today? Oh, oh. yeah, injured hands and groin. <laughs> been there my friend <laughs> very good very good um well uh, just just to take us back to the nfc um or try to um vikings at three and three are probably the only team out of that bunch or maybe maybe the saints that that i think i actually rate um and i think the vikings are better than three and three they started zero and three i think or zero and two anyway um, issue again it's consistency like Kirk, Kirk Cousins on a good day with Thielen, Dalvin Cook that offence should be feared Kirk Cousins benefits from the Matthew Stafford thing but the big issue for me around the those two teams are the Vikings defence is not as good as it was and the Saints defence I think is is legit I, I, I really that. It's nice to get a game where it's just all focused on defense now and again. Like I know that people mm. don't generally like low-scoring games, right? They just don't I like do. it. And that game had all the hallmarks of a 45-42 when DK Metcalf ran it 82 miles, 82 miles, 82 um, yards for a touchdown <laughs> or whatever it was. Um, I'm sure the the the. You know, the actual distance was 83 yards or 70 yards. certainly wasn't miles. And someone's going to talk about Craig Fax in a minute. That is the highlight. That is that is basically what we're talking about. I don't need to know exactly what it is. You get one. It, it was a long It was a long touchdown. It was he a ran long, long way. Very he had a good job. Um, outside of that, you thought, boy, this could be a shootout, especially 
especially consider that, considering where the teams were in quarterbacks, it turned out to be a defensive battle. Um, I'm I'm pretty impressed by the Saints. I, I do think Jameis Winston's a question. I think it's reasonable to, you know, you can't keep going from fucking, you know, magic to disaster every single week during the <laughs> but, game. But that's that. There's there's going to be a bit of that. The problem with the Saints no, is they can they you could just shit the bed you can't in the playoffs. Get the best quarterback in the league, and then the worst quarterback in the league within two plays. That should not happen every week. And it, it should not, but it does far too regularly for yeah. the Saints. Um, so I, I do, but I think this, the big thing is the Saint, that Saints defense is not fucking about that Saints defense. It's been sneaky good for the last two years, um, but you know we are really seeing if they had a true elite standout pass rusher, we would hear about the Saints much more. But because they're so balanced across defense and they are just a very very efficient defense, we don't talk about them. That defense is one of the better defenses in the league, no question. Yeah, I think their secondary is one of the best in the NFC. Uh, they they seem to just be able to control teams a bit. I'm not ready to crown them as a good team yet, and part of that is what they've done this season. So they blew out Green Bay week one, then lost to Carolina, and then beat New England, and then lost to the Giants. They just seem a bit... They're very up and down, and I, I don't know. Maybe you can put all of that on Winston. Um, I mean, even against Seattle, I know it was awful, awful weather, but you're playing a Geno Smith-led Seattle team, and you win by three. That's not exactly an hey, exciting hey, Gino, result. Geno is proven that he is a definitely good enough to quarterback in this league. I actually think Geno came out of that looking good. Well, uh, yeah, the, the, but... the Saints won that game, but Seattle missed a short field goal. I want to be very clear here. I'm not knocking Gino. The problem with Gino is he's not Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson has been 90% of the reason why they've made the playoffs for the last three years. The rest of that squad is dog shit. And Gino Smith is a decent quarterback among that dog shit. And we, we know what happens when you get those situations. <laughs> Unfortunately for Seattle, they're two and five. And... And Russell Wilson, I don't know when he's back. Sooner than I thought. I, I uh, read something Maybe the other not day. Soon enough. It might be back in a couple of weeks. But yeah, they could be two and seven by then. Yeah, and that, someone, it might have been Pat actually, a couple of weeks ago, one of the previews, yeah, suggested that the Seahawks aren't going to win until they are back. Although they do have the Jags this week. <laughs> I would love it if they lose that one. Right. <laughs> I think they might. They very well might. <laughs> um, I'm going to key on that one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, anything else that we should talk about? Um, I want to mention, well, I, well, before I do, anything else football related that we want to talk about? <laughs> Breaking not, news. Duke, Duke Johnson has signed to the Dolphins practice squad, which... Um, came as a surprise but i guess if he's driving there from houston he can maybe sneak watson in in his trunk <laughs> i don't get that why are teams talking about a trade for deshaun watson with all the league surely you wait until the legal stuff or are you just going to take a punt and hope for the best well, if you don't have to give up very much you might take a punt. 
All of his issues, aren't they all civil? He hasn't actually got mm. any... No, they might not be, though. No, I think there's criminal stuff that's going on as well. Now, it was all civil to start with, um, but there seems to be a criminal investigation that's rumbling and might not come to a head until all the civil stuff gets closed out. So, I mean, it, this legal stuff could rumble on for like two years. And he might get you loads of wins in that time. That's, if, that's if one you way play of looking it, at it. Which the Texans aren't. Yeah. Did, well, you know, someone you... trade for him and then play him? Oh, you'd think they would. I would. Why aren't the Texans well, then? Oh, I don't know. I, it, it's murky. It's complicated. Of, of all of the states in America that you could imagine someone being up on sexual assault charges, could, but just continuing to do whatever they want anyway, Texas is that state. Yeah, come on, okay. Florida. Well, yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't be any charges. <laughs> Ironically, that's one of the Florida. charges. They'd be going for him, aiming. That is... Uh, I wouldn't mind... Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him in Carolina either. A couple, couple people would be cool with that, man. What did he really do? <laughs> well... <laughs> We we may we may never we can have a guess. It's misogynistic Craig again. No, not misogynistic. <laughs> I do not agree. <laughs> no, you don't have to give him happy ending. It is not his choice. It is your choice. <laughs> Love the overcompensation on my joke there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's very clear what our opinions are on that. Um or oh, it's ambiguous. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Leave it ambiguous. Um, other thing, I is there anything football? I say, is there anything else football related? I'm not, that barely was. Um, I mean, we could. Uh, well, we're not going to talk about the Jets. I mean, I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I if we could. Um, I do have. It's... I do have a question for Craig on that. Is do you think that Salah gets a free pass for this year? Yeah. Or because New York is notoriously impatient. Yeah, he does. It, I think that the issue Salah's got, but not a million miles away from Man United, in that Salah has done a, a good job at, at, at building credit. He's got credit in the bank. However, my big issue with the Jets, and we don't need to stay here long, Adam, um, is with all of that credit, with the bar as low as it is, how are you not meeting expectations? Like how? Like it? It is so. It's so bad. You've got two weeks to prepare. You've got bye week, and you let the Pats put fifty on you. That's not cool. That's not cool. It's like it's the same. Is look. Imagine the hell. The fucking ridiculous multiversal dimensional hell I've been in this weekend in which Man United <laughs> lose f- f- um, 5-0 to Liverpool and then we get slapped by the Pats and they put 50 on us like what the f- what type of universe what type of <laughs> Kang related universe where is the supervillain? I, I don't <laughs> it is fucking ridiculous that that happened in the same weekend it's man all you had to do go out there have a good fight have a good game but the, the question you have, like the bit, the big thing is that the issue Salah has, the question he's going to have to deal with over this week, and what I want to see him respond to is, wait a minute, 
you are a rookie coaching staff. We knew that coming in. We're okay with that. You made a conscious decision not to bring in a veteran backup quarterback. Everyone said we should have got a backup quarterback. We've discussed, Adam, it's funny enough, your quiz, very relevant. There are <laughs> a number of shit quarterbacks in the league who have got five, ten, seven, eight, six, four years in this league. Everyone said Zach Wilson should have a backup. Everyone. Joe Flacco was available. I think he signed a two million deal, a two million um dollar contract. Pick a chase. Pick a mick. There's better of them. Like <laughs> loads of people are available. There's gotta be a Ryan. There's, Pick there's a lots of Ryans. There's definitely. a couple of Joshes in there, trust me. Like there are a couple Brad. of darts who are who are veteran court. Why? Why is that not in place? Why are we why are we having to suffer five? And I don't even hate I don't have an issue with um I don't have an issue with, with the performance. It's not a criticism of of performance. It is an issue that in every standpoint when it, outside of the raw raw stuff, when it came to X's and O's, when it's come to the technical aspect, I don't think the Jets coaching staff have have covered themselves in glory. And I think it needs to change. You can't have two weeks to prepare and lose like that. You knew the Pats were coming. There is a team that you are not going to get embarrassed by. It is the Patriots. And you got slapped. You got slapped horribly. We all said you should have a back quarterback. I don't understand the um, wide receiver rotation. There are a number of coaching questions that are outstanding. And in the absence of results... You have to accept the criticism. So, in short, it's not a good time to be a Jets fan, I'll be honest. <laughs> does, it, does it make it worse having that decent performance a couple of weeks ago, that one win in amongst it, so just we to beat, show we, so we the worse as in, in the because they can do it? We've beat the best team in the league, have we not? <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, you, the, the, thing you, the, the, the big issue with is the most positives, and I don't want to spend, I feel like whenever I'm on, we do spend a bit too long on the Jets, but the big positive <laughs> about that game... I'm glad you feel it too. <laughs> the big positive about that game was that it felt like Zach Wilson was not consigned to, sh- to script in that game, right? He was making decisions, he was playing free, he was airing it out. Obviously, poor guys got injured since then, but since then, there's been no free-flowing football. There has been no relaxed nature. There's been no... It's just been shit. That's the... Bar- Mark Carr- I mean, they've, had, they've had a London trip and they've had a bye week. So they, those aren't normal weeks, I suppose. But, okay, I'm, but, not, I'm not making excuses. But. but exactly. Again, that sits with the coaching staff. It, there's not. We didn't find that out today. They knew that. Got up there. You got all the plaudits. Everyone was so happy to see you, Robert Salah. Time to earn your money. Good job you've only got the Bengals next week, then. That Ooh. is horrible. That is that is such a bad that is such a bad matchup for us. Honestly, it would have surprised me if we 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 ship another fifty. It is that is such a bad matchup. Or you turn it on and randomly win and beat them, and no one can explain <laughs> I it. The Bengals. I think the Bengals are a harder matchup than you lot. I I don't know how we beat the Bengals. The Bengals are you you weren't confident against uh, well we had <laughs> against Tennessee. I think I can't remember what it was, but 
weeks and weeks ago, and I, I was thinking about this today. So I've got to shout out, show love to Pat. We was in, within the first two, three weeks, and Pat said, Bengals are good. And I was like, mm, are the Bengals good? Bengals are serious. There's no... Yeah, there's... Pat, Pat said the Broncos were good. So don't, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a darts, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I think the Bengals is a horrible, horrible, big probability. No great run defense. Horrible matchup for the Jets. Horrible matchup for the Jets. So Jets are Jets are going to beat the Bengals. There you go. Um, uh, before we get into Week Eight, um, I would like to question, and we may have differing opinions on this. Why is a football that was thrown into the stands by accident that Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown pass supposedly worth? all this money not actually it would that it would fetch that sort of money in an auction but the the guy who innocently caught it and innocently gave it back by the way should well, get all this stuff he, he he definitely negotiated he did not yeah. give that football back <laughs> they offered well, him a thousand he, pounds worth of um yeah but have you seen have you seen what they've given him a grand a grand worth of and, stuff. and the rest oh and the rest and it's Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sure a couple a of signed jerseys. Yes, thousand dollars worth of club shop, so you can spend a grand in the club shop. I don't know, tickets for two years. It's 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 a long list of stuff. It's... Bro, it's Tom Brady's six hundred pound touch a uh, six hundred touchdown ball is a big fucking deal in the open market. That guy did not want to give that up. He did not. You see, the guy was like, bro. I've got the ball. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving Mike you. Evans just toss it into the crowd. Yeah. Or yeah. Give it yeah, to yeah. And and as he should, I think Mike Evans should toss it in the crowd. Honestly, I do not know why Tom Brady gives a shit about the number six hundred right. down pass. Like, who cares? Give that fan the ball if he's able to go and sell it for twenty five grand on eBay. Who gives a shit? Like six hundred, you're gonna throw way more than six hundred touchdown passes. Who cares? I get, I get why Tom Brady would want it. I just right. don't get, I don't get why anyone else would pay hundreds of thousands of pounds for it. That's what I don't get. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. That's nonsense. But there are, there is that market, right? The collector's market. Yeah. it's ridiculous. I, people do... are paying actual money for N- NFTs, and if people buy those things, then people will buy fucking anything. Exactly. Don't know what that is. is. It, I, 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 if I was him, I thought he only got a thousand. I'm sure the report I read earlier today or yesterday was he got a thousand dollars worth of spending in the club shop. Maybe because I even when I read that, I thought, why didn't he get season tickets? I'd be like, I need a season ticket for life, bro. Because he's an away fan. <laughs> 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 I need a season ticket for life, but it just it just baffled me. But yeah, it's not. Um, also, another little observation, um, and it's it's supporting a team like the Titans. And Pat, you well, you won't have had this particular feeling recently, uh, but you have a dominant performance against the Kansas City Chiefs, and everything in the media is what's wrong with the Chiefs. Everything. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that. No, it's right. a fair, it's a fair point. No, you can't really hate that. They are the most dominant team in NFL. Like, what can you say about that? Well, they're not at the moment. No, not right now. But 
But, it is... but if 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 it was the Cowboys that have beaten them, or yeah, like almost, you know what I mean? It, then I... It, this the narrative would be very different. Mate, here, you sport a small club. Get yeah, this. yeah, it is what it is. And... More interesting question for me is how have the Titans turned it around so quickly? But I suspect there's a whole that, other podcast. That is, I said that is <laughs> that is the quick. That is actually that is the point for me, Pat. Four weeks ago, I said. What the fuck has happened to the Titans? We had all of these expectations. It took two years of me saying it's the Titans. Every week, I was, it's the Titans. They're shit. They're not going to get it done. Two years it took to convince me that this was a a legit team. And, and when you were finally convinced, they sort of shut the bed a couple of times. <laughs> Literally. Well, they let us beat them. <laughs> This ain't this ain't this ain't not the one. Not only in the bed, but in the bed when you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah quite literally. But no, I, 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 you know, before the season, it, the, the, this is where we would have expected the Titans to be. You've got the best running back in the league. You've got a good receiving core. The defense is much improved. O line who should really be quite good, and, and a serviceable quarterback. That is where we thought the Titans were. And then the first five weeks, we've just taken uh, we've just taken a while to get there. Uh, to, uh, to confuse us, and, and now, now, now that's actually there have been there have been some injuries and some niggles and stuff like that. But I don't think that tells the whole story. I can't I can't explain it. You know, it, 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 it was awful at the start. Hang on a sec. You you have all of those things, and you're also in a division where everyone else is shit. Are you the new Patriots? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Nobody wants to be them. Shall Other we? Other than you know the six rings. <laughs> well, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was talking about this to um, another Titans fan recently. I'm going to say Greg, but it might not have been um, because I can't remember. But it was one of those questions of what would you feel if we actually won a Super Bowl? Would you feel like. Obviously, it would be euphoric, but there'd be a part of you that you're never going to climb that mountain again. It was like the 2005 ashes um, <laughs> after you know, 18 years. It will never, there will never be a series as as incredible as that again. So, do you really, do you really want it? I don't know. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you idiot. <laughs> of course, you do, but it, it does raise a question. No, because you'll want... immediately think that the next series will be exactly like. We all thought in 2005 that we'd be dominant for like a decade, like the Australians were. So you'd, you'd think the same thing. You'd be like, yeah, we'll be back next year. Absolutely. But I do, I look, I like, look at the Chiefs. The Patriots, right? You look at Patriots fans moaning about, like, they'll go, I don't mean this year, because it's, it's just sort of funny now, because they're, they're moaning a lot more. But, um, yeah, when they were 14 and one, and then they beat someone and not beat them convincingly. They'd be moaning about the performance. And you sort of look at them and you know, you're a bunch of pricks. Um, <laughs> and we and, and you, do. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to ever be like that. Um, you just, yeah, I want to enjoy victories like against Buffalo and Kansas City. And you know, they might they might be flawed in parts, although I don't think this particular one at the weekend was in very many ways at all. Um, Let's I move think that's on. That's more to do with the person than the team, to be honest, Adam. So I think you'd be pretty safe there. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, Two other little observations from this week, if I may. You um, may. Washington football team had a new kicker, which uh, everyone was enjoying it because he's called Chris Blewett. And he had his first field goal blocked, which seemed very apt. 
Nice. Um, but he, he turned it around, fair play to him. Um, similar note to that, a new guy has taken the lead in the first QB off the board in the next draft. And the unfortunate thing about him is his name is Kenny Pickett. You don't want Pickett as your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some good names at the moment. Uh, obviously, Swift for the Lions and uh, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, the running back for the Eagles. Love love that a lot. <laughs> it, it will be hard to reach the heights of, of D-Liner, uh, as did. said. The Niners did have a D-Virgin on the practice squad for a little while, but it looks like we've cut him. And we had a little bit of Jermichael Hasty action as well, didn't we, on uh, ah, Sunday night, yeah. Monday morning? That, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Right, week eight, one census previews. Let's do this. And we'll start in Arizona. Green Bay at Arizona. Okay. NFC Championship <laughs> game preview. Cards favourites as Adams might be out. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Four weeks ago, this might have been the worst game of the weekend. Fast forward a month, this might be the pick of the bunch. Cincinnati at New York Jets. Bengals fans might well enjoy Flacco's return to action more than he does. Um, uh, LA Rams at Houston. Only Matt Stafford's second career game in Houston, and it will be his first win. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Injuries have decimated this Browns team and the Steelers look in desperate need of a rebuild despite their storied history. Browns would need this to stay in the mix. Philadelphia at Detroit. The first Lions win. Dan Campbell celebrates by biting the head off a live chicken in a locker room. <laughs> San Francisco at Chicago. Both teams looked awful last week, but the Niners looked less awful, so the Bears will probably win. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta might fancy this one after last weekend. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo by a million. Uh, New England at LA Chargers. Jury is still out on both young QBs for me. Chargers are more rounded, more experienced, and playing at home. Two score win for the Bolts. Jacksonville at Seattle. This is the Jake Luton revenge game. If Geno Smith or Jacob Eason get hurt, I think I'd lose track of who the backups are. Um, <laughs> Washington at Denver. The winner of this matchup might make the playoffs. The loser won't. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Winston looked off in their game in Seattle, so this week expect 500 yards and six touchdowns, which, by the way, might not be enough. Dallas at Minnesota. Just can't see the Vikings winning this matchup, so I guess they probably will. And finally, New York Giants at Kansas City. Chiefs on their rockiest ride since the Maro- <laughs> Chiefs on the rockiest ride since the Maro- <laughs> On paper, you'd think this is a great bounce back game, but the Giants D is sneaky good. Another tough task for the Chiefs. This is why I've started minimising my one-sentence reviews because I've fucked them so many times recently. I never fucked them. <laughs> it's just been one of those days. I mean, and, and in fairness, for all of us. <laughs> it's it's going to be the biggest edit job I've had on this podcast for a while. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right, Pat, anything on your mind? Maybe. <laughs> 
Ugh, horrible. Oh, don't say that about the Jags. No. Things Pat hates. The term virgin being used as an insult. <laughs> I don't know why that it tickles me sometimes, but yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Russ definitely does that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, shall we finish with some many other business, um, Rich? Uh, start with talk- you for no particular reason. Well, talking of Russ, since he's not here, I'll I'll do a thing for him, which is that the Mallover are running a. Uh, basically, it's a thing where you have to predict the scores of the Autumn Internationals on the Match Pint app, uh, and you can win pints of Guinness and things. So, since he's not here to promote it, let's do that. So, sign up, use Mallover to get in the group, and you can win shit. And they get two quid for charity for every sign up, so that's that's worth it alone. Hashtag conglomerate. Yeah, I've done it based on my knowledge of rugby union from about 1997. So, uh, you know, you're going to be as informed as me, if not more so. That's pretty much where I was at. I was There were a couple, like, it was Scotland against, like, Argentina or something. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't really know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Craig, any other business? Um, so, this is probably a few weeks out of date, but... Um, it's all right. By the time I've edited this, it will be twice as out of date. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, that's your best gag, <laughs> gag. ever. Um, <laughs> um, so everyone's heard of, if not seen, Squid Game, right? Has Most anyone watched? Yeah. Has anyone actually watched it? No, <laughs> no. Right, it is the epitome of 2021 hype like don't get me wrong it was all right but before i had seen it i had been made to feel like i was basically wasting my life prior to seeing it like the only thing that was important was to watch squid game and I watched it. It's alright, <laughs> and and it's not even original. Like it is quite literally a remake of uh, multiple films, and so it's crazy how we are. We even do it on this show. Like we talk about shit that pops up. It is crazy how we are so influenced with our current societal norms. Because honestly, Squid Game, bang average. Don't waste time. There's a Jags YouTuber who was based in Korea for a while and has just recently moved back to the States. And he saw Squid Game getting massively hyped and was like, of all of the Korean TV you could have chosen, I don't know why you've gone mad over this one. It's all right, but it's not like... So that <laughs> kind of backs up Craig's point. Thanks, mate. I literally last week on AOB was talking about my natural resistance to things that are getting hyped. And even things that... like people that I would trust with this sort of stuff recommend stuff and you keep hearing it. I almost go out of my way not to watch it and I'm saying how I started watching Taskmaster on the back on the back of this um, and it's, it's just really funny hearing you I'm thinking should I watch Squid Game I should probably watch Squid Game you know this is the new me I'm going to actually listen to 
what people are saying and take these recommendations and listen to the hype. And then you've just said that. It's perfect. Oh, gee, don't bother. <laughs> it is. And, and I'm I so, just I'm, revert to how I was. I'm so surprised because it's rubbish. Like, it is rubbish. <laughs> it's not rubbish, but it's not new. You have seen it. You have quite literally, you would have seen the um, source material. So it's whack. I don't get it. I I'm too it's, old, mate. I don't. I honestly, I don't understand it. We are. We. I say I. I'm the youngest of the group. I am. <laughs> we are too old. This we, we are from a from <laughs> world era. It is not for us, mate. It is whack. It's dead food. Is it? Is it the meme thing? Because that seems to be a lot of like I see Squid Game memes everywhere now, and it seems to be part of the thing of driving popularity. Is that? somebody starts taking memes out and then everyone has to go and see it so they actually understand what the fuck's going on? Honestly, I can't point to one thing. It's a hundred things. It's okay. On it, like, don't get me wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but it's not new. That is the biggest thing that annoys me. And there was going on like there's this massive twist. What are we talking about? This ain't no twist. Net- ain't, Netflix this, this stuff ain't... in general, seem they seem quite good at hyping or getting yeah, like, exactly it influences social media, that whatever. Their, yeah. that's, that's, that is their that is the skill. This ain't no this ain't no Dan Brown twist, bruv. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not challenging your and I mean Dan Brown's probably not the biggest, not the best <clears throat> presentation. You know what I'm saying? Either way, basically. It, you or me could write it. Your child could write it. If you have not seen Squid Game, don't rush out to see it. Netflix is all hype, all gas. Allow it. And uh, yeah, think for yourselves. You're welcome. <laughs> think for yourselves. Do what Craig says. Uh, Pat, any that, other business? That is revisionist uh, media, <laughs> that is. That is not what I just said. <laughs> Pat. Pat. Come on. I had a nice light heart thing lined up and then I read something over dinner tonight that made me angry, so I'm going to talk about that instead. Um, there's an item on the BBC website at the moment which is specifically around the threat of trans women pressuring other women to have sex with them. And it struck me that of the demographic of people who are willing to do this horrific thing, the percentage of them that are trans women would be tiny. And if you looked at the overall kind of breakdown of demographics, the percentage of trans women engaging in that activity, there's no reason that should be higher than any other demographic, and you'd argue probably lower. So why have you focused your article specifically against this demographic? And the answer, it seems fairly obviously, that you're transphobic and biased. And why is that appearing on a publicly funded, supposedly neutral broadcaster? Trans rights are human rights, and we all need to be better about it. BBC News just fucks me off nowadays. I remember, I remember back in the days because, as Craig has kindly pointed out, we are old men now. I remember when you used to be able to watch BBC News, and it would just tell you what had happened. You didn't get all the opinion. You didn't get all the shit that you you need to believe this or believe that. There seems to be this drive to compete with like the tabloid news and the other news sites for, for clicks and attention. And that is what makes me really furious about stuff like this is that it is, like you say, it's harming people who are already under attack from all sorts of different places. And you're doing it because you know it will get the attention that we are now unfortunately giving it. So fuck 
the BBC and all in inverted commas national media because they are not working to our interests. Like it's you make such a good point that once upon a time you basically not even just for us internationally worldwide the BBC were heralded as this independent free market all about the truth journalism organization which we we basically know for a fact that that it, it is not that right it, it's it's absolutely if there's anything that it is independent journalism it is not at the BBC but now's not the time but I think there's a huge conversation to be had about the whole trans thing as someone who is not knowledgeable in the area and every time I want to ask a question, I see shit popping on socials that make me uh, take a step back, make sure I don't want to get caught with no strays. I've got questions. I think it's a huge area, huge topic. And I feel like stuff like this, without dehumanizing people, right, without being disrespectful, without taking away the human element, needs to be discussed. Maybe not now, though. We've been like... We might not be the best podcast to do. <laughs> We've probably spoke about football for like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, so one thing that sums up... The thing about the BBC, I just think it's a bit crap. And the, some of them, the house Why should it be? Not all of it's it. nationally funded. You spend money every year to fund... I'll you, it's just something, something, something really trivial. I watched the last two... House of Games last night and tonight, right? And With, Louise Minchin, who's the BBC Breakfast host, was one of the was one of the people on it. And someone like a BBC newsreader back in the day, you would think is knowledgeable. You respect them almost automatically. And she's gone on this with like a stand-up comedian. I can't remember. I can't remember who the other two people were. Anyway, and she's losing head and shoulders. She's thick as pig shit. She's slow. She doesn't know anything. And like, how is uh, this? This person's been this sort of. I don't know her. The apologies, um, you know, no. But it's just having that job. I would just expect her to have knowledge of stuff, and she clearly doesn't. I just, I anyway. I digress. Um, any other business? I was. I forgot to talk about this last week. I uh, met Ben Eustace at Tottenham. Uh, had a couple of pints before. Before the before the NFL a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, nice to meet a face in person for the first time. So that was all. Cool. Seems like a good way to good way to end hashtag conglomerate. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. And do that match pint thing that Rich said. I've done it by the way. Um, I did mean to say and forgot to that if you didn't follow what I just said, go to them all over Twitter account and just look on it Actually, there. There's there's a bunch of stuff on there. We'll probably retweet it again. Uh, maybe D- Doug tweeted the link which worked, so I, I followed that. But yeah, they they they'll bang on about it for the next several weeks, like they banged on about Manscaped before, and um, when they thought they were <laughs> going to get something out of it, um, they they got ball shavers each, didn't they? Um, <laughs> did you ever get one, Craig? You think you were in the market for a? I was, I was, I was in the market, and I absolutely would have. But if you think I'm spending ninety five pound with a discount. On fucking ball tweezers, <laughs> mental, <laughs> mental. I went for the first five pound option. Sorry, sorry, Russ. <laughs> Good. Sorry, no, no, Russ will be pleased by that. Um, <laughs> with his with his free one that he probably doesn't use. 
<laughs> Shall um, we end this? Looking for nut cleaners, but <laughs> nut cleaners. <laughs> I've just played the music, but <laughs> we're gone. We've been on the call for an hour and 50, but there's e- easily a half hour of fucking around that's going to come out of that. Yeah, I've got some work to do. <laughs>